0: This is episode 188 of The Twim Show. Uh, This episode will cover the digital marketing updates from the week of November 20 to 24, 2023. This is also the Thanksgiving week. Um, So that means Thursday and Friday. Thursday was off officially, Friday is somewhat semi-officially off. But anyway, uh, let's jump in. First off, I have basically update from, actually the next three or four updates are from the same podcast, which is Search of the Record podcast. We had covered it, or I had covered it when this podcast was launched about a year and a half back. Now we are up to episode uh, 66. Uh, During this episode, Google's search relations team, which is basically John Miller, Martin Split, and Gary Elias, Gary Elias, I think, um, I believe I'm pronouncing this name right, They talked about various issues related to SEO and things that make or break your website. Some of the things uh, that I will cover in this particular update is that, first of all, uh, they're saying, look, site quality is not complex. Uh, They encourage reading site quality documentation, asserting that understanding and achieving site quality is not as complicated as it may seem. Uh, And Gary Les says it's not rocket science, suggesting that the basics of site quality are accessible to everyone. The next is, there is no specific tool for site quality. Unlike technical issues, there are no direct tools to measure quality traffic. Traffic metrics may indicate change, but they do not pinpoint specific quality issues. That means, this means business owners need to assess their content effectiveness and relevance themselves. The third thing that you should be aware of, reframing the approach. What Gary means by that uh, is that um, reframe the problem by focusing on whether a page delivers what it promises to users. So my takeaway from this is that, look, if I say here are the five exercises that will help you get in shape in six weeks, then it should to- totally talk about that, right? Not just do that as a bait and then like talk about other things and not really add value about that specific ex- exercise or face specific lifestyle uh, choices that will make you uh, get in shape in whatever the time you are spending. Uh, specific- uh, st- stating. <clears throat> Uh, so th- there is this, uh, and according to Gary, this user-centric approach is key to improving site quality. It's about creating content that helps u- users achieve their goals, which I agree. Uh, the next, the fourth point is quality in terms of value ed- addition. Adding value is crucial for site quality. In competitive search queries, it's not enough to be relevant. Your content must offer something unique and valuable that stands out from what's already available. Uh, John Mueller explains that simply replicating what's in the search results does not add value, instead aim for content that exists exceeds, exceeds the existing baseline, and you can do that by if you' have to take an inventory of what's already out there and the last point is breaking into competitive SERPs which is search engine results page Uh, Gary suggests an indirect approach to compete in tough SERPs choose realistic battles and focus on areas where you can genuinely offer something different and better and for that you have to become an expert uh, where this EAT or EEAT experience which they added recently, uh, expertise, authority, and trustworthiness comes into play. Okay, Uh, let's uh, jump into the next update, which is uh, all about um, advice for effective website optimization from Google, and which is basically technical SEO. Now, technical SEO is a topic that I've covered a lot in the past. Uh, Basically, what they're saying that, look, Technical SEO involves optimizing the architecture and infrastructure of a website to enhance its crawling and indexing by search engine. This is crucial, no matter how innovative your SEO strategies are. If search engines like Google cannot crawl properly, crawl or render your site, your efforts will not yield the desired results. Another significant point discussed is the common misconception that high quality, high traffic automatically means high quality pages. And like this was covered in the past update, the last update, which is Mueller, advises to look beyond just traffic metrics and focusing on user engagement satisfaction. These are more accurate indicators of page pages usefulness and quality it's important to focus on whether relevant queries and track lower level pages to better understand a site performance the key to creating high quality content is to focus on what helps people achieve their goals when they visit your site this could means providing comprehensive answers to common questions solving problems or sharing engaging stories Um, Gary Ilya suggests that quality might be more simple than most things. It's writing content that genuinely helps your audience. Now, you could say this is your repeating, and I am somewhat repeating. It's just because this thing doesn't go away, right? For Google, look, if you've been paying attention to what I've been sharing based on what these guys, um, the search relations teams are talking about, it's it's all about creating good quality content that helps the searcher find the results and stay on your site okay the next update is beyond traffic metrics again this is kind of an extension of what we just covered is look a lot of seo people will say hey we got more traffic we we have more visibility things like that but basically what this uh, gurus, I wouldn't say gurus, the search relation team, John Miller and Martin Splits are saying is like, look, there is no, uh, no, there's nothing to celebrate when you say, oh, we have traffic increases, right? You need to focus on meaningful goals, meaningful goals such as conversions or business impact, right? that's all it matters which is basically return on investment or the actual impact on earnings those are the numbers you should be focusing on not hey how many visits you have and because they are focusing on this topic where some SEOs, they will say, hey, ever since we did this tweak, we have like, you know, 98 more clicks or 100 more clicks and 100 more visitors, which could be easily faked and you'd be duped. What you should be looking at is, okay, this is why my revenue after, this was my revenue before the tweak, this is my revenue after the tweak and you could probably put in some attribution, right? This is why you need to have a separate advisor or separate marketing person from the team who's actually doing the work to kind of hold them accountable as well as to advise you on hey what's going on this doesn't look great because you as the business owner is busy now you could say oh my god first of all i have a business now i had to get a a, like in a marketing team or a agency and now i have to bring in a third person to kind of keep this in check unfortunately, that's how things are. If you don't, you're going to be taken for a ride. You are going to be hoodwinked. You're going to get into trouble. Not necessarily saying everyone is. Everyone out there has a bad intention, but there are often more people who are trying to just earn a quick buck than to put in the work. Okay. That's all there is about this uh, thing beyond the traffic metrics. Next up, <clears throat> And this is very important. This is very timely for me as well. Last week I was doing uh, some testing, uh, and you know, in our uh, staging environment, in demo environment, and obviously we have this tool. Uh, I forgot this uh, Yoast. Yes, I believe it's Yoast tool. And you know, I was deleting some pages um, from our WordPress site, and then Yoast was saying, "Hey, you just deleted. It's going to create a 404 errors. Do you want us to redirect um, to your home page? If so, buy our premium plugin." Right. <clears throat> Now, why I say, uh, you know, this is kind of timely for me at least is because uh, Google uh, John Mueller is talking about the 404 pages. So 404 pages, according to John Mueller, it is part of life. It's part of the normal web. They signal to search engines that a page no longer exists, which is crucial for maintaining a clean and up-to-date site structure. Importantly, 404s do not directly harm a site's overall ranking in search results. That is according to John Mueller. Now, if you have to ask me, uh, or if you ask me and I would say do you wanna to listen to a self proclaimed SEO guru or do you wanna ask do you wanna believe John Miller? I would say John Miller. right? Again John Miller could be giving me, you know, fake information, but I would prefer not to have a four or four errors. But if for some reason there is, I'm not going to break a sweat. I'm not going to go and try to do all these redirections and buy all these tools that may necessarily, that may not really help me. Okay. So this basically means you should probably crawl through your sites every now and then. Make sure there are no broken links. uh, Do, you know, uh, URL checker, broken URL tools. There are quite a few of them. And... You know, if it happens, it happens. It's not the end of the world. That's all you have to take away from this, right? But obviously, try uh, not to have a 404 error, especially if it's a 404 error due to, like, maybe uppercase, lowercase, and whatnot, and maybe that page is already ranking. You don't want to do that, but if it happens, it happens, Uh, and now, sometimes you do redirect a page and you use a 301 redirect right that says you know hey the page has moved and this is a new location other than that uh, you could do a 302 redirect which I believe is a temporary redirect and that's also fine uh, but nevertheless I wouldn't like to go ahead and try buying all these tools that really uh, says you know this was a product page now it goes to the home page because I've in my opinion I think that will mess up more with your ranking. Okay, <clears throat> now the other thing that uh, in this search of the uh, search of the record podcast talked about in this episode, episode 66, is like, you know, uh, uh, AI in content creation. Is this good? Is this bad? And basically the key takeaways was AI is a creative aid. Uh, it is seen as a tool to enhance human creativity, especially useful in overcoming writer's block or accelerating the writing process. Uh, the Google team advocates for re- a responsible use of AI emphasizing its role as a supplement to human creativity rather than a replacement and third uh, the discussion also touches on the fast-paced nature of the technology using google plus uh, a Go- using google plus as an example of how quickly tech can become outdated that is accurate uh you should use ai wherever possible and make sure you uh, supplement your thinking with ai and kind of make it something more um a better case okay um uh, the This one, uh, it's this is again coming on Google's guidance on SEO tools. So I kind of talked about SEO tools, gave you an example from my life from last week on Yoast. Again, I'm not really uh, bashing Yoast. I'm just saying there are tools that will tell you to do things that may not necessarily be right for you. So this was a question where, you know, someone asked John Mueller, and I believe this was a question asked on Reddit. Uh, I didn't put the notes in here, so I'm not quite sure, but I believe it was Reddit. But anyway, really Regardless of this, so someone is asking, hey, I have this SEO tools for writing guidance and he's asking me to use, uh, and it's in Vietnamese language, but nevertheless, it's related to, you know, what the main point is. And basically the tool was saying, you know, hey, uh, you should use uh, your, um, you know, Vietnamese language has accents, so you should use uh, keywords with accents. And then, uh, so this person is confused and asking Müller, should I do with accents or without accents, which is gonna be better for ranking and things like this. So what Müller is saying, look, number one, you should do your independent research. You should not blindly follow a tool. Right. Uh, these tools are based on what on current knowledge and trends in SEO, which can be limited sometimes and outdated. They were developed based on what SEOs believed to be effective at the time, such as keyword densities and reciprocal linking strategies, which uh, reciprocal linking strategies, which eventually became less effective. Mueller guidance. underscores the dynamic nature of seo and the need for writers and marketers to use their judgment and stay updated with the current best practices while seo tools can provide valuable insights they should not dictate content creation instead a balance between tool guided insights and personal research and understanding of the audience should drive content strategy i hope this is helpful for you and you are not blindly Uh, listening to an SEO tools uh, and use some judgment like you know one great example before I jump off this topic is look we have heard uh, even recently I've heard like you know some guy was following the google maps direction and I think and I ran into and had an accident so this is where if you see a google map is making asking to make a right turn and you see there is no road it's the cliff you should pause you should not just blindly drive Right. And that's the main point that's driving here is like, you know, you can use it to guide your thinking, but you should do your own research. Again, uh, you could say this is for a Vietnamese uh, language. It's accents in English. We don't have accents, but nevertheless, the the nuance here, the underlying message is like, you know, regardless of what it is, what the tool says, do your own independent research, use your judgment, be an expert in the field. If you are not the expert, make sure your uh, marketeers, your agency knows what they're talking about, they understand the subject, understand the business you're in, and then accordingly creates the content. Hope this helps. So let's go to the next one. Uh, so this one very interesting where basically, uh, I believe it was someone, I've, trying to feel who it was from the search relations team, but basically they are saying follower count is not a search ranking factor, right? There is a common belief uh, among some digital marketers and business owners that a higher number of followers on social media platforms like Twitter, which is known as X, or Instagram could positively influence the Google search ranking. Uh, And Google has explicitly stated that The follower counts on social media are not a factor in determining search rankings. This clarification is significant because it helps refocus SEO strategies on more impactful practices. Google's search algorithms are complex and take into account numerous factors, but social media follower counts is not one of them. Hope this helps. Okay, next up, uh, Google is removing the crawl rate tool uh, or ca- crawl rate limiter legacy tool from Google Search Console on January 8, 2024. Uh, this because the crawl rate limited allowed website owners to communicate to Google how often to crawl their site. It was particularly useful f- useful for sites experiencing server load due to frequent crawling by Googlebot. However, Google has improved its crawling algorithms to automatically adjust based on a site server response. For instance, if a site consistently returns HTTP 500 status code or if the response time significantly increases, Googlebot will automatically slow down its crawling. This goes back to, I believe, the second update of today, which is technical SEO, folks. It is very, very important. It's important for you to have the uh, right server, right spec, as well as you need to make sure your caching is not causing problems. Like I will tell you, we have been using SiteGround and I have realized that when we update content, uh, it doesn't get updated right away because it caches automatically, right? So every time we update content, we have to go into the back end. On SiteGround, we have to clear the cache manually and only then it will, the like new up changes will show up. Now, again, I will keep, I will remind you, I have all sorts of caching in turned off. Even though I have turned it off, SideGround still caches. right, And I am in the process of moving away from SideGround. Uh, we are gonna go into something else. I haven't decided that yet. But this is something, this is a big change. So imagine we updated a content today, and just tomorrow morning or this e- evening, Googlebot comes into our website. It's gonna still see the old content, it's gonna say this site doesn't change, and boom, it's gone, right? It's a big punch in my face right because we paint all these things so it can happen it's one of those one-off scenario but i'm bringing it up because this can make a make or break your uh, ranking google will say you know what they don't change updates every week uh every they change it every two weeks so we're going to come back every two weeks and now your content's going to backed up so this is very very important okay uh, i know we were not supposed to talk about that we were talking about the crawl rate limiter tool but i just gave you the example but you know it's going away, uh, but uh, what I'm saying is make sure you focus on technical SEO. It's very, very important. Next up, Google has removed the robot.txt FAQ. However, just because they've removed it does not necessarily mean that you should not have a robot.txt Uh in my opinion, you should still have it. Uh, Google, even without it, Google bot will generally crawl and index the site. Uh, Robot.txt file is recommended for controlling crawler traffic to prevent server issues, not for hiding private content, for controlling how individual pages appear in search results, use robot meta tags or X robots tag HTTP header. Changes in the robot.txt file can take up to a day to be reflected in Google's cache and subsequently affect search results. Blocking Google from crawling a page using robot.txt does not guarantee removal from search results for explicit blocking use no index tag. Now, if this was a lot of technicality for you, then I would suggest you should work with a reputable SEO uh, agency or a uh, expert. Next up Google has updated uh, on Google Ads has up update on location asset requirement so location asset is a Google Ads fee, is a feature that allows advertisers to include specific location details like addresses and phone numbers in their ads this is particularly useful for businesses with physical location as it helps potential customers find them easily the upcoming change aims to clarify which type of location assets are not allowed helping advertisers understand uh, the restrictions the update will specifically address locations that are closed not recognized by google do not match the business running the ad additionally assets with products or services that do not match the specified location will be disallowed this is all you need to know Uh, again this is about google ads location asset Uh, if you're not a local business this does not apply to you if you are you need to look out this read through in details the updates on what these updates are Okay. Lastly, we have is a blog from Microsoft Advertising uh, to business, small business owners uh, about last minute shopper insights. Uh, some ad, uh, some owners, business owners, were concerned that they haven't seen their revenue peak uh, despite being so close to Black Friday. And what basically Microsoft is saying, among many things, and you should read the uh, summary in the show notes. But basically, what they're saying is, look. Uh, is that people are looking for more deals. Two-thirds of US shoppers are spending more time looking up for coupons, deals, especially around Cyber 5 period. Cyber 5 period is basically Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Small Business, Saturday, Sunday, and Cyber Monday advertisers need to adapt to this trend uh, they're talking about central role of search in purchasing decisions search remains a crucial component in guiding both online and in-store purchases it's a pivotal tool for discovering new retailers conducting pre-purchaser research and comparing prices for example jnx consumers heavily rely on search to find the best prices in mei regions deal seekers spend 33 percent more time searching than average shoppers um and then the next is post cyber 5's opportunity search volumes remain high even after cyber 5 period presenting a continued opportunity for advertisers which basically means they're nudging you towards running retargeting campaign right regardless of whether you're doing a uh, microsoft ads which is bing ads or google ads or instagram ads or tiktok ads the main takeaway was like that look you got to give deals people are searching number 2 and number 3 is you need to uh, Take advantage of retargeting campaign. Okay. With that, folks, that's it for this week. This is Sajid signing off. Until next week. Take care. Bye bye.